Welcome to episode nine of the Slab Podcast, everybody, uh, where the grades matter and there are no rules. Just a reminder, at the end of this episode, giving away this ETB, so stay tuned for that. Love to do it. And it basically was picking a one of the comments from the last video, so appreciate all the entries. Y'all are legends, definitely. Um, but let's just jump into it. Let's jump into the spicy topic from last week. Of course, Oak won again. Y'all blow massive ding dongs, let me tell you. So we gotta we gotta break this somehow. But Oak, if you want to lead off with uh, your topic and lead us into it, man, let's run into it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was late posting the comment again, but no, just brag away. People have spoken. Um, <laughs> let's. They're like, what's the least spiciest topic? Oh, Oak, that was the most. Cool. Maybe it's the most agreeable. I don't know. It's, it's not the most straight edges stuff. Come on, guys. We want we want a little bit of t- spice here. Not sharp, but true. I mean, for some reason, some reason promo cards, a lot of Pikachu's and a lot of um, starter Pokemon from the different generation, for some reason, just literally worth almost nothing. Um, there are exceptions. I remember the GameStop Duraludon promo like stuff like that there's stuff that's just absolute dog shit that obviously we don't need to like count into this but i would say probably 95 percent of promo cards i think are pretty cool generally they've got a little bit of a twist maybe a different hollow pattern or a different um you know different artwork or something slightly changed from the set or whatever it is that the yeah. artwork's taken from but I just think they're cool. Like, I, I think there's a lot of Pikachus. Obviously, I'm a Pikachu collector, and there are binders full of them, and some of the promo ones are really cool and distinct. There's some pretty special ones. There's some that are worth a hell of a lot of money, like a crazy amount of money. You know, set cards generally, especially the newer stuff, aren't worth that much money. So um, the the desirability there for something a little rarer, a little bit harder to get. I think I think that's there with a lot of the Pikachu promos. But there's loads of promos. Obviously, we know, you know, there's there's uh there's all the way from Blackstar when it first began in in what's it? Yeah. So I I just think I, I don't think it is that spicy. I, I, like let's let's be real. Like it, I, I just think it's underrated. I think that's the spiciness. Is like people like them there just doesn't seem to be a lot of like love and passion for them maybe it's volume just because there's so many maybe that's it maybe it's because people aren't aware of them they haven't seen them i'll be honest with you i am much more likely to see a promo card and not have seen it before than i am a set card so there's that too like there's i think a lot of people are just um not aware of a lot of promo cards and and I see people grade some stuff uh, in a slab and they'll show, Hey, I got this promo. And I'm like, what the heck? I've like literally never even seen that card before. That's amazing. That's happened way more times with promo cards and boxes with sealed boxes with promos in, you know, like certain types of blisters and and right. Like that kind of stuff way more than any set cards have ever felt that so for me i just in general i think pikachu more so but i I just think 
generally promo cards are just so incredibly underrated, honestly. Yeah, so um, I want to dig into that a little bit more. I got a couple questions for you, but I'll talk about my stance on them. Um, Like this thing, not a big fan. Not a big fan. This is out of the the new Crown Zenith ETB. Uh, it it does nothing for me at all. Like I'd rather have a MetaZoo <laughs> card for sure. I think there are some sick promo cards. Like uh, I love that they do Cosmo foils on a bunch of them. Um, I think I just saw an Arcanine coming out with a Cosmo foil, and it's got like the old EX silver, not the not like a a general gray border but it's more like hollow silver like the old EXs look really mm-hmm. dope Flashy. um yeah so i like there's a bunch of promos that obviously pop off the page for me but there's a bunch of them like out of the black star promo watsy set the original like 53 cards 54 cards whatever it was there's a bunch of just overprinted jank like ancient mute you love the son of a gun like everybody across the room you know what that card is um, but is probably the most produced card in American history. Like, I don't know if there's one that passes it besides maybe the, uh, the champions path ETB promo Charizard, if that was the right Charizard. But, um, yeah, I think there are a few good ones and those ones are greatly appreciated. The special delivery Pikachu, the Charizard, um, mm-hmm. those special delivery cards seem to be like huge. Um, the Bidoof, you got to mention the Bidoof of course, but, um, yeah, it's uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they're underrated, overrated. It depends who you're talking to. Obviously, if you talk to TCA Gaming Rusty, he thinks they're underrated because he has them by the brick. Essentially, he's got bricks of these cards. Um, I don't see myself ever wanting to like set collect Black Star promos, anything like uh, Wizards of the Coast. Like it, it doesn't do it for me. Um, I did at one point have the entire Wizards of the Coast Black Star promo set, but never had the drive. All of go. them. Yeah, yeah. It was it we weren't graded. It was a raw binder collection, but it was uh I moved out of it. I did I was like, ah, it's I'd rather just at have some point you loved them because you collected them. I bought a collection that had them. <laughs> I didn't just collect them. I wouldn't have had that drive, no. Mm. <laughs> So, yeah, I bought a collection that had those in it, and I sat on them for like a week, and then I sold them. <laughs> <laughs> that long? <laughs> I I am gobsmacked out of all that stuff you just said that you don't like the Lucario promo. I think that artwork is so fantastic. I think it's brilliant. I've got two. I, I, I absolutely love it. I think it's an absolutely brilliant promo honestly how much hp does he have i i I literally don't care about any of the text it's for me it's (laughs) all that fate that like fate for me looks like he's ready to pan someone's face in and that it's just like so far from many of the other like weird cgi and like basic artwork type stuff like it just feels like is telling you something. Like he's in the moment. Something's happening right there. Right, that is a snip of like a little snip of something happening. It's not just a picture of Lucario. It, it, I, there's just something 
about that kind of card that just feels real special. Just like that hoot hoot card that I love, you know, the training gallery <laughs> on Battle Region. It's like freaking hoot hoot, like the worst Pokemon that I, I resented so much playing Pokemon Crystal as a kid. And never ever thought I would ever feel an, a single slight of love towards a Pokemon. But that when I saw that card, I was like, okay, things can be cool for like just through art, just generally through artwork. I, I think I, I think that Lucario is really cool. I, yeah. I'm, really, I'm really surprised that you don't like that. So what about, I'm trying to think what other ones you might not like. I think the there's Mewtwo a lot Pokemon, of them. You want to talk about garbage ETB promos, Pokemon Go Mewtwo. That is gobshite. Absolute garbage. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Literally, the Pokemon Center ones are good. Uh, like the the one, the special deliveries, whatever. Those ones are all good. Amazing. Yep. Um, but yeah, most of the ETB ones for me, I don't know if I've seen one that I like. Maybe the Greninja, just because it gives you a kickback to the Gold Star days. Um, but I was never really a Gold Star guy, you know? So, um, but getting outside of Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! promos, those things are freaking sexy. So... Yeah, yep. tin cards and all this other stuff. I absolutely love them. So, um, those those hit a little bit different. Like you get them. I feel like there's not as many in Yu-Gi-Oh as there is in Pokemon. But why do you think? What that is, is your? I don't know. They, I could be completely wrong, but I'm just picturing all the old school ones. Like there was probably sixty all the way through 2010. Wow. That's 60, a, yeah, that's 70, no maybe. Idea. Yeah. Hmm. So it's crazy. Like, there are people that just collected those, had binder sets of those for good reason. There's not too many of them, right? Yeah. Um, those are all really cool cards. It came in, like, the video games and just different stuff like that. You get the little three-pack blisters in the with the video games, which was cool. Um, and then... I think you just touched on why, why I think they're underrated... And why other people probably don't. I mean, some obviously do because it, it was the most upvoted comment. Yeah. Like, so some people agree with me, but I, I think a lot of people don't value, shall I say, promo cards yeah. because of exactly what you just said. You were saying they're a little rarer on that Yu Gi Oh side, people collecting them because of that. I don't think Pokemon promo cards in general are that difficult to get a hold of. Yeah, for sure. Like the raw some that are special, a lot of the Japanese ones are, you know, maybe a little more difficult to get hold of, a bit more expensive. But on the English side, I'd say 90% of them are probably affordable. Like yeah. realistically, there's a minus set. Like you, you could do it. It takes some hunting to get uh, good quality ones, but that might be part of it is the, the rarity aspect of it. The, the actual ability to get a hold of them and, and do something with it. What's your favorite promo card? Oh, um, of all time ever. Yep. There's quite a few. Mm. I'm going to grab mine. I got it right here. Ancient Muse is a pretty special one. i got to be honest with you. Like... Go into the movies to watch Pokemon and get in 
one of my top three favorite Pokemon on a card that didn't look like a Pokemon card. It looked like the most special thing I'd ever seen in my life. That was a pretty special, pretty pretty special thing. That was pretty cool. Um, I'm surprised. I kind of like Bumblebee Pikachu. I think that's a cute one. Um, and I like the 2000 World Collection too. The Pikachu's. I think I think they're really really cool with the different languages, and different artworks um, of the Black Stars. I think I think they're really nice. I got the that's the binder just there. I think I think yeah. that's a really cool one. If I was gonna do, if I was gonna do like Pikachu's, it it probably be that set. That that one connects with me a lot. Um, I treasured it for 20 plus years. So, what about you? What is it? Uh, my favorite promo of all time is not a Pokemon card. Lucario. Oh, I like big butts and I cannot lie. I see. <laughs> what this is one, it? It's, it's called Slate Warrior. It's a, just a Yu-Gi-Oh! like boss monster kind of when he came, he came out with a video game. Um, dude's a beast. I, I absolutely played the crap out of the video game that he came with and he was just a a beat stick himself and I just played the crap out of him in fun deck. So it was hang on, it was this the it was a Yu-Gi-Oh video game or a slate monster. It's yeah, it's a Yu-Gi-Oh video game. Okay. The clear is so it. bad on that. But yeah. He was in it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, my favorite Pokemon one would be the Black Star promo Zapdos. Just because he's a boss. Yeah. Makes sense. Um <laughs> I've got quite a few Zapdos cards and slabs myself. I like, but I like collecting all three. Yeah. I like in the sets. I like how, because generally, I know there are a few that they aren't printed all in the same, but generally they're the same and I've had all three. So I've got like four or five sets, different sets of the same three birds together. It's cool. The stained glass one. I mean, that modern times. That was pretty special. So, so that card, I, it's completely off topic, kind of, but somebody slid into my DMs, and I'm sorry if you're listening to this, but F you. Um, slid, <laughs> slid into my DMs. It was like, hey, I got this stained glass birds card, black label, pop seven. Do you want to buy it? Because he, he's like, I heard, seven. I heard you like, huh? Pop seven. Yeah. Pop seven, black label, stained glass birds. I didn't know it was that many. Yep. So he he's he's like, hey, I heard you like Zapdos cards. Would would you want to buy? I was like, sure. Give me a price. Guess the price. Oh god. I don't know if I want to. Three grand. You say three. One point six. One point six million. Thousand dollars. Oh. <laughs> One thousand six hundred dollars. I thought it was gonna say something crazy. Yeah. And that That's is the same price as like my pop one black star promo zapdos. Like I was like, bro, I can't even cut like you're like seven thousand percent higher than where I was gonna be on a pop yep. seven modern black label. Like anyways, that that yeah. just blew my effing mind. I'm like the these cards, like I noticed uh I'm going down a rabbit hole now, but a sports card investor made a video recently about Beckett grading, grading easier mm -hmm. and more black labels popping up and stuff. And it, uh, 
it seems like it, it could be the case. I'm definitely seeing tons of them, but I feel like there's more people grading with them. Um, but I don't, I don't remember him touching on trading cards in it. I, I, it was more on the on TCG cards. I say it was more on. Yeah, like no, it's just sports. Stuff, right? Yep, just sports cards. Yep. So I don't, I don't know. I haven't been looking at changes in the pop there. I was doing it for PSA for a while for Watsi, um, and there was a lot getting graded, very few tens um, consistently every month that I pulled the numbers. Um, but yeah, the the black labels that that surprises me that there's seven already of those. Like the, they must have had a lot sent in. I I, I yeah. feel like that's yep. that that seems a lot higher when you said that than than what I would have imagined. Yeah, it's crazy. really really special card though. That artwork, there's nothing like it, and that's that's the key for me. A cool promo is just something different and i think why people love alt arts right now it's just something that's just not like a typical pokemon card all yeah. art, art cards right now don't look like pokemon cards yeah it's art it's literal artwork and it's pretty cool and there's a lot of pokemon cards that, that are special you know have great artwork and very underappreciated um just like that you know the hoot hoot um yeah, from from uh, battle region, but yeah, I mean, just in general, I think there's so there's there's so many promos we could talk about that are special, and there's so many that are garbage, honestly. But yeah, um, did you uh did you ever catch a hoot hoot in any of the games? Oh yeah, definitely. I had in um in crystal. Yeah, seriously. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I called it. I gave it a name too. What did I call I'm sure. it? I don't know. It's probably some real dumb name. Like something <laughs> really silly. Probably like Dingleberry or something. I don't remember. There you go. There you go. Classy. Classy. Yeah, I think I, I think I got it. Think I think I got it and started training it up, thinking that I could teach it fly when I got fly, because it's like literally the first bird that you encounter. And um, I don't, I don't remember if I used it for, I feel like maybe I used it for fly and then ended up changing it to something else so long ago. I don't know. I really hope they bring the Pokemon games to, to the Switch, the older ones. I know there's been filters yeah. of conversation around it. So I'm fingers crossed. But yeah, we are really, really are deviating. Sorry. <laughs> so you want to hop into, uh, Actually, no, we had one honorable mention. Uh, Brandon Baker, PokeTuber. He had said PokeTuber merch is underrated. He was one like below Professor Oak. Figure we talk about it here for a quick second. What are your thoughts on that there? Oh, sucks to suck. What a loser. You're the winner of the losers, Brandon. No, I'm just Damn. kidding. Minus I, honest, <laughs> I honestly, BB, I honestly wanted to unlike my own comment just so we could get yours elevated. That's how much I love you, man. Um, what if he didn't even like his own comment? Then you're a dick. Spicy comment. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I don't know if I liked mine. I probably did. I don't know. No, I, don't you remember. Did. I was so late. Yeah, I did. Can you see it? Did you see it? I probably did. <laughs> don't fight check me right now. I probably did. I'm terrible. Um, yeah, for, for real though, I think uh, PokeTuber merch 
is something that needs to get bigger and better. I, I agree. I, I, honestly, like I definitely click like on this comment, and just pretty much everyone I click like on, honestly, like that that I thought was good. But that one's true. I I think there's the other part of it, which obviously it was just one comment, but I don't think enough people are doing it too. I think there's a lot yeah. of people that really should be creating it and creating nice stuff, like actual good stuff that like people want to wear and like enjoy. You know, part of it. Like we all wear clothes like you know what i mean it's like it's all something we wear every single day hopefully um it's i think it's cool i think it's something that all of us need especially if you're a fan you should invest um for those that don't know mr green here is going to put in the comments in the description box thing below click that you can buy his merch he has pretty fantastic hats and t-shirts and hoodies and everything else under the sun. So hit that. He gets uh, $3,000 for every purchase. So make him rich and go do that right now. There's plenty of you listening. So go do it. Support us. Thank you. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> what's, your, what's your thoughts? Uh, I've been wanting to do it since uh, I had, I had wanted to make merch since I basically I was like, I'm going to do it when I hit a thousand subscribers, just because some people might want to buy it. Mm-hmm. Mainly did it for myself. I love wearing this around the house. I've made a cup, made a hat and stuff like that. Um, I love wearing it just out. I don't, it raises people's questions. Little kids like looking at the green poop emoji, but um, <laughs> it is, uh, it's cool. I just like having it, but I also like sporting the other stuff. I got Mason Cardinal gaming hoodie. Um, mm-hmm. I don't have many, like you said, there's not a whole lot out there. And like Brandon said, more need, more needs to be made. Like it's, it's not out. It's easy. Um, what I looked into it one day, I was like, dude, what's, what's I, like, I had time. I was sitting in a hotel. I was bored. It was the morning. The kids were running around like crazy. And I was like, all right, I got, I got a couple hours before we got to check out. So I was like, I'll just, I'm just going to look into this. And I was able to do the entire website and thing through, uh, what was called what's called stream elements and it's fully awesome integrated and it's uh, really seamless and I was able to do that and really cool highly recommend it to all of you out there it's basically zero cost to you you might want to buy some things of that like you're going to lose money you're going to buy some things um, you're going to get in the products just to check them out you want to you want to make sure your, your customers are going to get some quality products which is what I did um, bought basically one of everything so I could try them on try them out but uh, yeah, it's highly recommended. I would love to support some of your guys' logos and stuff like that. It would it would be my wardrobe outside of my work clothes, I'm sure. You know, I just realized. What? You're gonna do a reveal. <laughs> oh snap! <laughs> it's not merch. I'm not selling it. I just bought it for me. I just made it for me. I, I was like, I got to join the club and like look like I'm a, a legit YouTuber. So that is legit. Now I've got it. I got my little my little oak uh, lightning Pikachu Pikachu not trademarked. Coming to a stream element near you. Watch yeah. out, people. But yeah, Brandon, totally agree. Need more stuff needs to be out there. It'd be cool to uh, have all these cool cool. Cool logos and brands, just another thing to remember everybody by. Agreed. Good one, Brennan. Good one. Definitely touched some hearts there. So this week, I will let you go first. 
Yeah, first, do you want to mention the, uh, the giveaway? Oh, let's, let's do a giveaway. So we did the ETB last uh, last time. I'm going to draw it at the end. I'm going to do uh, PSA 10 Pikachu Slab. It's from Evolving Skies. Everybody loves Evolving Skies, so I figured I'd do it from a set that um, is a fun one. It's a pretty cool one. So, yeah, we're going to give that away. So in the comments, uh, we'll do a random comment generator um, next week, and we'll we'll grab one of you, and I'll send it out. Yeah. Uh, Hell, yeah. Mark, another little surprise in there, too, but I'll keep oh, that secret. Boy. Yeah, I was thinking uh, this ETB I'm giving away, I think this Pokemon Center one's probably creeping up on $100, which is pretty freaking insane. Wow. That is nice. Yeah. I, um, crazy. I did the Pokemon Center Celebrations. They did it, uh, Celebrations, uh, unique yeah. one, I think. They had a couple extra packs in. I bought and sold one of those. I bought it from Pokemon Center. I think I sold it for like 120, I want to say. Like it sold like Insta sold. Um some of those really are worth money on the secondary market. It's crazy. So that's a pretty special giveaway, honestly what you're doing. Um I'm I'm I am going to include a couple extra little things in mine, but just to entice you, you've got to have a piece excuse me, a PSA 10 Pikachu. Yep. Hell yeah. So I'll jump into my uh, my Go spicy topic. But yeah, everybody comment down below a spicy topic. They love love reading through them. We're going to be doing an episode here mm -hmm. probably pretty soon going through all the, the failed attempts at being the spicy topic, uh, picking a bunch of the basically honorable mentions and running through those will be pretty cool. Definitely get your mm -hmm. comments down below and like the ones you like and uh, we'll get a winner for next week. So. I think the reason Oak keeps winning is because he says his quick little statement and then talks about it for 10 minutes afterwards, <laughs> burning it into your brains, which is complete utter BS. So I'm going to take a one out of, out of his book here a little bit. So, uh, Wait, that's not the spicy topic? No, no. Oh, I think that oh. would be funny. But no, I, people just know you're full of crap anyways. Anyways, so it's, it's, it's just common news. But uh, oh, basically, I believe... Sports card investors are going to make Lorcana go stupid. Um, just to give you a quick little intro into mm. it, they're already speculating at watching some of the top YouTube channels, speculating on Lorcana, knowing when the release is dropping. I don't know if I've ever heard them ever mention Scarlet and Violet in their lives. Mm -mm. Hold on, buckle up. On to you, player. Okay, thanks for the full description there. Uh, I'll do the opposite then, and I'll show you how I can still win the uh, comment picker by going. I'm going to be succinct for worth for for I'm once. Gonna snip this out. <laughs> I hope you know how to, because I just spent two hours trying to figure out how to snip a piece of a video out. Um, okay, so You touched on whatnot before, and I know there's a topic we're going to talk about later. Um, one that I saw in the the Discord um, earlier. I think that I'm really trying to make this succinct. I'm already explaining it before we even said it. Yep, I can't already myself. broke your own rule. God damn it! <laughs> can't do it. You can't do it, people. Shame. Shame. Okay. 
the fast auction app things are going to be even bigger by the end of the year. I think it's going to be massive. We'll keep it at that. Bite my tongue. All right. All right. Look forward to talk about that a little bit later. <laughs> no, next be week. Good. Next week. Let's talk about next week because we not only have another topic, um, another podcast, we have another giveaway, but we also have another podcast we're going to be in. You want to touch on Oh, that? yeah. Yeah. We were invited so kindly from Dan Catchmall Collectibles and Nick Old School Pokemon to join them live on Pokeflips. Uh, the 21st live, 9 p.m., I believe, is the time uh, to be determined. But link down below in the description. Go comment Please, some live. questions. Yeah, it's live. Ooh. We're live streaming it, baby. Um, baby. Comment some questions down below in the linked YouTube video to ask us, to ask them. We would greatly appreciate it. Um, talking all things collectibles and stuff like that. So um, thoroughly looking to enjoy, looking forward to it. Um, I know you're, you got to be ecstatic. Let's, oh my let's God. hear it from you. <laughs> I can't even tell you. Yeah. I've been, uh, I've been trying to get with these guys for a while. They're actually next in line. Spoiler alert. Don't tell anyone guys between us. They're next in line for uh, Professor of Game Night. And you guys may remember those from last year. It's been a little more difficult this year, having a newborn baby. But uh, we're getting to the point where, uh, yeah, I've basically been planning on, uh, on doing another game night. And they're, uh, they're next in line out of the, uh, the, the list of pretty cool people I have. So that's going to be coming soon. But, yeah, next week I am ecstatic at the idea of it that's uh just seems crazy um i heard them talking the other day that we're having a uh a, a podcast dance off or whatever it was the phrase they used i guess we're gonna like go head to head um hopefully uh we can have a laugh and have some fun i think it's gonna be nice to like um you know poke a little fun at each other and and just you know have have uh have some good interaction with you guys in the live chat, you know, with it being live, I think it's going to be exciting uh, having questions and topics and things that day, you know, in that moment, um, rather than uh, approaching a, a written one, it's to shake things up a little bit. So that'll be, uh, that'll be exciting. I'm, I'm really excited about it. I feel really good about it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it'll be, it'll be pretty awesome. I think it's pretty, in- it'll be an interesting dynamic. It'll be me and you the full time, uh, nine to fivers that do this on the side, uh, collecting, investing, speculating, mm. and th- then you got those two gentlemen who do it full time. Um, so that'll be really cool to s- get us all sitting down talking. Um, definitely love hearing their their thoughts on different stuff going on in the market and stuff like that. So it'll be a hell of a time, man. Yeah, you know, you know what's good about that point. That's that's really valid. Um for like the dynamic of what that's going to look like we all do very different things like we're all definitely in like different segments of the market the hobby the community, yeah. that kind of stuff so we've all we'll have our own like way of thinking and interacting with it and, and with each other but we're all obviously you know that 
you three are fantastic guys, like people that I've genuinely enjoyed speaking with and, and watching videos of, people that I really enjoy watching content of, actually. So for me, it's like kid in a candy shop. I've got a little bit of imposter syndrome, I think, the the, the thought of it, a little overwhelming, but I'm, I'm going to embrace it. It's going to be amazing. Oh, yeah, man. No, it'll be it'll be sick. Big, so big shout out to you guys for inviting us on. Thoroughly looking forward to hanging out with the uh, the MetaZoo collector himself, Dan Catch'em All Collectibles, and uh, the Nine Tails guy, Nick. So it'll be it'll be good. Love it. Coming, no damage. Yeah, no damage. Nine Tails. No Dan. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess. I guess I'll give him that. I'll give him that. <laughs> I suppose. I suppose. But yeah, it'll be a good top. Good time for sure. Usually they go about seven and a half hours, so don't plan on sleeping that night. Oak's gonna be there with like toothpicks in his freaking eyes. I can see now, like yeah. <laughs> you're gonna be in rough shape. A nine p.m. starting of pokey flips, three and a half hour deep. You'd be doing five hour energy shots halfway through it. Yeah, worth it. Worth it every second. Yep, take a nap before it. I think yeah, that's uh, officially. Speaking of which, happy bladed birthday to you. It'll be a week before my birthday that day. So it'll be a week after your birthday. It'll be a week before my birthday. So it'll be uh it's in between it's stream. Yep, yeah, it was it's... my birthday yesterday. I got some lovely comments in the Discord. Thank you all. I give a little giveaway. What's ironic about the giveaway I did is um the last giveaway I did, Derek donated from Nick Knack's frontal shack attack card shop. He denoted some packs with Gaole um, tokens in um, that I gave away, you know, in in the live stream. And then he won the giveaway for my birthday. After that giveaway, he, he won. Oh, nice! So he, he got something back, a little, little something back there. Um, just something I packaged up for him. So yeah, thank you for that, Derek. Um, and are you gonna? Are you gonna? Are you got anything planned? Are you gonna do a little giveaway or anything? Throw a slab for my birthday? Yeah, why not? Damn, you just put me on the spot, bro. I'm, I'm yeah. trying to sell my crap. No, I'm sure. No, it's your birthday, bro. Got a giveaway. Yeah, no, I uh, <laughs> I definitely will do something. I still, I I owe one giveaway already on my channel. The uh, I'm giving away a PSA 10 vending series card from that return I got. Um, mm. so it'll be something else on top of it. So it'll be it'll be pretty cool. We'll do something something cool. Okay. I'll use my yeah. al- alias account to try and win that. Win there you box. go. There you go. That'll be cool. That'll be cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, man. Pokey flips is happening again. Go to like down below, comment on their last video. So then those questions get asked to us either in the live stream or in a pre-recorded video. We'll see how they want to do it, but That'll be pretty their, cool. Their um, last video, not this, not this video. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Just, It'll be linked down below. Yep. Yeah. The questions will go on that linked video, but then the spicy comments for the entry for the Pikachu slab go on this video. So mm-hmm. lots of confusion there for you. Somebody will figure it out, at least one or two people. So that'll be good. That'll be hopefully, good. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully I can. Yeah. Oh, she got yeah. what's going on. So uh, my best friend uh, is into Magic the Gathering. He had texted me that uh, he's like, hey, you know what would be a good video? Like, I've been slacking on videos. And apparently he noticed there. So I don't know. But he messaged me. He's like, hey, you know what would be a cool video? 
is there's a one-on-one Magic the Gathering card coming out, and there's a Magic the Gathering set based on Lord of the Rings dropping soon. So it's basically the card is the ring, essentially, like one of the rings. There's multiple rings, but this is the the one that probably that Frodo had on his hand um, throughout the movies. But basically, it's a pop one-of-one. It says one-of-one on the card. And it's going to be insane. Like I, in, this is in the, terms of serial, like a serialized raw card. You mean serialized raw card one one? The only other things that do this is sports. I'm going to see if I can find it on my phone real quick. But basically, yeah, it's one and, of one, and in the entire Matazu's got serialized, right? Yeah. Do they do one of one? They don't have one of ones though. That's no. what I mean. Ma- not, Magic not already has. Of. Magic has done serialized before, but this is the first one of one ever printed. Oh, I didn't realize they'd done serialized before. I thought that yep. I thought that was something that it was this was a new thing for. So that's interesting. No, they've done they've done it, and those cards are performing pretty well, actually, for them. And one uh, of one seems um uh I don't know, I'm trying to think of the word. Uh I feel like that's going to be neurotic. Trying to chase a yeah. one of one. I picture like Willy Wonka style factories ripping these boxes for the freaking golden bar. Yeah. That like panic, neurotic, like not thinking straight type purchasing and ripping and craziness, which obviously they want. Like that's where the money is selling that stuff. Yeah. Here's it's, the, uh, here's the card. So, what is that going to be mixed in with? That's just going to be mixed in with the like the that's a pretty cool freaking card. Oh my god. Um is that going to be mixed in with like just the general boxes of that set, you think? Yeah. Yeah, so this is it's called a secret layer. I believe it's a secret layer set. So yeah. it's like a specialty set that Magic Gathering produces. Um I was a big fan of like the Stranger Things one. They mm-hmm. had a Street Fighter one. They had a bunch of cool like cool different they have a walking dead one pretty dope as well but this is like their next rendition of that and it's lord of the rings so um huge yeah. follow so usually i, I want to i've only ever purchased uh brand new off the shelf the stranger things so basically mm-hmm. when you buy it you're usually guaranteed all the cards inside of it so i'm not sure if that's been the same for every different one of these sets so it'll be interesting maybe they just drop this one card into one of those boxes or i'm not sure how it's going to work exactly but that'll be cool so so all the cards you mean you get the full set in the one box yep so for stranger things i got like all 11 cards there's literally just 11 cards okay and so this ring might be a promo yeah, I'm thinking they just drop it into the box along with the other cards. Is my well, guess? Not how do technically it? of the set, like number wise, because it's one of yeah. One. I don't it's think like so. I would, I would really hope that if they make a one of one card, I really hope they don't have like unlimited versions of that card without the one of one stamp on it. You know, because yeah. that would feel really bad. Yeah, that's because uh, I, I didn't think about I, that. That's a good point. Yeah, I feel like. I hope it's not actually part of the set and the person, only one person can ever have the ring card. I would love to see how that thing sells. The prices of those boxes would just right until that thing opens. Like until 
that yeah. that's the key, right? That and then they and then it drops the pretty hard. Yep. That's kind of fun though. It kind of makes me want to buy one. Like I love Lord of the Rings. I think the cards in the set alone would be probably fun. Like I wouldn't feel bad about being left with Lord of the Rings cards. Like I know that's, that's no, awesome. It's pretty dope. Yeah, I love Lord of the Rings myself. Um, the yeah, Hobbit no, it... was the first adult book that I ever read when I was wow. I was like I don't know nine ten years old. I was pretty young, but it was the first like grown-up book with like grown-up words i didn't understand a lot of them still like i was pretty young but i rem- i had an old hard book it was like frayed that like red leather stuff whatever it is like it was a yeah. old old school way before the movies and stuff and i remember thinking like this book is bananas like this is absolute like batshit crazy this stuff goes on and i can't stop reading it i thought it was so so fun and um to like go back to that, like how I pictured everything in my head and like have cards associated with it. That sounds exciting with the possibility of hit hitting the ring. Like that's I think that's really exciting. That's that's probably the biggest secret layer interest I've had out of all the different ones that I've seen, honestly. That's cool. No, it's I can't wait to get my Stranger Things. Like I've graded a set already and get completely wrecked. But I got another set getting graded that were better looking. So hoping I get some right now. tens out of it. Yeah. Oh. Um yeah, hoping to get some tens back for the Stranger Things cards. But um yeah, definitely love the what they're doing. Like it's awesome for collectors as well as the players. I don't know, the players aren't don't seem to be big fans of uh of those sets typically, but um, it's cool for people like me that just uh, aren't huge Magic the Gathering people, but like TV shows and movies and books and yeah. can relate to these a uh, TCG and these cards and it all comes together is really cool. Yeah, the the IP, the characters, all of it. There's, there's so much to it other than just, it's not just the game. I mean, I, I don't play Pokemon in person. Like it's been a very long time since I had a Pokemon game, you know, in person. I play it online and, I, you know, all that kind of stuff but it's not about that for me so yeah i i I think i think you're right on the money there i think there's going to be just generally probably a lot of interest i imagine it's going to be an amazon thing i don't i don't know how they're going to it seems like it seems like all magic gathering things are on amazon nowadays but (laughs) yeah they're all over the map with what where where they're selling things you can find it everywhere so Yeah. yeah It'll, I couldn't imagine, no, like any one of one, like a one of one printed Pokemon card just would be, be scary. instant million dollar plus. Instant. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be scary. People view Illustrator as one of one, and it isn't. It's nowhere near yeah, one like, of one. It was like 40. People have a view of it. It has like some weird aura around it that it's like some kind of special on a pedestal card it's not that rare it's not they're all yeah. one of ones there's last year's first place winner trophy like that's one of one there are actual one of technical like one of one you know yeah. in categories like whatever that kind of stuff but like to actually be able to buy it like for a joe schmo like me to like do an amazon order and potentially hit something like that on a thursday afternoon like that's insane 
that's nuts. Yeah. And to be something fun, like it's Lord of the Rings too. Like that's actually a fun, fun set. The idea of opening it. Wow. Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be cool. I'll definitely. I can almost guarantee I'll buy a box just to try it out. You know, like you never know, right? So we should I'll buy a. You you you're right. I like we should both we should both buy bugs. Oh yeah, I'll def I'll probably buy one to keep it sealed just for when it's not open and then the price just skyrockets out of nowhere. So that'll definitely be a play for sure. We should wrap this topic up with a Lord of the Rings quote. Not <laughs> this is gonna sound so dorky, but <laughs> I don't even think I got one. Not not all those who wonder wonder are lost. As a as a little uh, Lord of the Rings quote there for you. Um, PWCC. Never heard of them. Who's that? Some. What's it stand for? Something's going on. They're getting spicy. Yeah, let's hear it. What do you, what, what what news you got for them? Yeah, I mean, I I just I pretty much saw what you saw. It seems like they're going live stream app less flush everything out and sell it quick or fast get excitement like it seems to be pwcc not i mean ebay live we've got potentially that kind of stuff is going to be happening in the future there's um the live auction in the moment um well not technically auction right you have to bid oh, like, yeah. even if it's a minute yeah. or whatever like it's still the, technically yeah. auction platform like PWCC could roll that out. They have plenty of inventory. They have a four or five week delay on listing cards because they have so many slabs listed. Some people might yeah. just say instead of flash selling and not getting what they wanted for it, send it send it to the live guys that are here right now and want to pay full price. You don't want to pay it over. Maybe you do a wheel spin thing or whatever. Like I'm sure there's going to be some excitement there outside of the regular standard uh auction house ending on a Sunday night thing. So for those that don't know, spoiler alert, um I guess I just spoiled some of it. But what's your thoughts? Like what do you know? What have you seen of it so far? I haven't dived too far into it. But... Yeah, so those of you that don't know what uh it's called PWCC Breaker Network. So it seems to be a lot of emphasis on people breaking boxes, wax, whatever you want to call it. Um, and selling those so it'll be interesting to see if they do incorporate the auction style like whatnot or if you just need to come to it with like a buy it now price i'd have a lot more respect for it that way not auctioning it that would be it'd feel a lot less icky if you know what i mean like just had the good friend josh the old card shop drop out of whatnot with whatever he had about twelve thousand plus followers because the site is just kind of icky right now, just a lot of different scams and things going on. I've watched way too many rattle videos, opossum bud videos, people just actually blatantly scamming you on video. So I hope PWCC does a little bit more quality control of the people they allow to stream. I hope they don't allow scams like that. Oh, gamble like you breaking a box is gambling enough. Don't add layers to the gambling duck races or whatever you're doing wheel spins i'm not a huge fan like them literally it's a, usually a net loss 
all the time, opening a pack of cards. And then you add layers to it, you're taking bigger and bigger L's. But there's going to be the one guy in the stream that gets lucky, gets the hit, and he's making money. It It's good for viral hits. And that's what people see. They're like, oh, I got a chance at pulling this. Just go buy your own box. Like, unless you're here to support the people that are actually doing it, it'll be really interesting to see the people they allow to do these live wax rips, whatever you want. And maybe they just do sports because they they consider themselves like a huge sports company, even though Pokemon is the number one selling thing on their site. It confuses the living hell out of me still. Um, I think sports-wise, number-wise, they might be pulling a little bit more than Pokemon, but uh, dollar-wise, I mean, but quantity-wise, Pokemon is king at PWCC as far as the different card types. Um, so I'm really interested to see if it's just sports or if it's TCG as well. It'll be awesome. It's competition is great. So it'll do if, if anything, it'll influx what eBay's gonna do. It'll change kind of what whatnot's already doing. Um I love it. It's awesome. I want to be careful not into not to interfere with my spicy topic <laughs> this week. Yeah, exa- it, yeah it's kind of um, crossing the paths a little bit. Yeah, I, I do think uh some special stuff's happening. Like you said, I think they're going to learn from each other, uh, not just from themselves. They've all got a slightly different way of doing it, but I, I just can't imagine PWCC won't be able to resist the temptation of slabs and auction type stuff. It just feels so inevitable, honestly. I mean, they're already doing it, kind of. They're already kind of doing auction stuff, so... I, I just feel like even if they dabble in it and dabble out, like, you know, a little quick one-two, I think they're going to do it. Um, but, I mean, again, you know, they uh, they they released their own auction platform, you know, after the eBay scandal uh, that happened, and not everything was released right away. It wasn't clear-cut and ready to go. So maybe that would be sometime in the future, you know, not right out of the gate. Maybe, like you say, it's strictly breaking packs. Yeah. Um, hopefully, it's PWCC doing it um, in terms of the monitoring and not some third-party thing, like doing it through whatnot or doing it through someone else. Hopefully, it's PWCC that has control so we can hold them accountable if those things are wacky. Because they are a company that like big enough to handle that kind of stuff, so that'd be interesting. But yeah, I don't. I, don't, I guess we'll wait and see. It's gonna be gonna be uh, fun, exciting. So yeah, yeah. PWCC already had the knowledge and wherewithal to uh, crack boxes and validate authenticity. Now, yeah. Um, so that's mm-hmm. like they have they have intelligence in what they're doing in some of that stuff. So I feel like they saw what not see what not for what it is they're like we could do better let's let's get into this and let's let's get this thing right and knock it out of the park they already have the massive following they already have everybody's emails i would feel i feel (laughs) much more confident and comfortable buying into a pack break if pwcc authenticated it from somebody else if someone sent it to them, they opened it, opened a pack or box, whatever, authenticated it, and then they were the ones selling it. And then, so there was no risk of like 
um, less risk. Uh, okay, yeah. I'll my word in here. Less risk of someone doing something nefarious with their packs on screen, off screen, whatever, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, we've, everyone talked about it, PK, you know, there's the people have talked about that kind of stuff recently. Rattle has addressed it quite a few times, you know, in, in videos, that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm sure he's going to have some choice words to say about what might be coming. So, you know, wait, wait and watch out for that, I guess. Uh, when, when yeah, I think... Start getting really I, I think it would be like kind of you kind of hinted at it a little bit. I think you really sparked my interest on it, but it'd be interesting. Like you said, I would love to have a PWCC employee being the breaker, yeah. a somebody that has a salary from PWCC, not getting commission from the sale, so they're not super hype beast whatever, mm-hmm. selling the crap out of you, trying to get every dollar out of you. So they're just, they're there to satisfy need. Dude wants a pack ripped live on a stream. Let's get it. There's those, everybody, there's, there's people out there for that. There's people out there definitely will want to consume that. I probably would. If I couldn't get the newest Pokemon set, shoot, why not? I'll, I'll rip a pack on a Friday evening because I didn't get any Pay extra dollar. Local. Yeah. Um, so that would be cool. I think that if it was just like you said, if I could send my box in, they authenticate it, they take the, they open it up and do what they got to do to it. And then they're like, okay, we're going to do a rip. Let's run it. I feel like that's probably what derived from this. I feel like somebody with a bunch of boxes was like, Hey, I want to sell these three guys, but I don't really want to auction them. Is there another method? Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, yeah, we could, let's, let's start this. Let's run it. I feel like we could make this thing happen. I don't know. So that would be cool if it was all employee ran, people with salaries, not commission based. That would be pretty dope. That would be a first of its kind. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, um, even if I'm not involved in any of it, you know, as a as a buyer or whatever, I, I just think, or even a seller. I mean, it just feels like I don't want to. I'm trying not to take it touch on my spicy topic but yeah i think it's gonna be good yeah definitely <laughs> we can go we can go on to the next one get you away from the uh the yeah, spice get, get away quick um so obviously you have recently just sold a handful of things off uh, ebay and made some different changes to your ability to flip some things so we'll, let's talk about that what uh what investments are you yeah. making in yourself yeah i mean um I've been selling raw um, cards and slabs predominantly, some other random stuff. I've got some like collectible plates that I sold a while back, like some other stuff. The past few years has been like a little random, just selling stuff that's worth money. Um, yeah. You know, a few resale things, some graded stuff, a bunch of nice raw stuff. Um, and I, I just kind of I kept having that niggling like, want to like kick it up a notch kind of thing you know i've i've yeah. sent some consignments you know sent to pvcc sent a few to zng i've got a few i'm planning on sending to uh to nick uh, you know at some point um there's there's definitely some consignment stuff but i can't help but feel like i just need to embrace it myself and like get a bit more serious about it and less hobby about it um i've made money i'm definitely net positive but I could have made so much more 
like doing some of this stuff if I did it on a greater scale, like if I dedicated like one night a week to it or a couple of evenings a week. Definitely don't touch that stuff while I'm at excuse yeah. me, while I'm at work. I'm very like enthralled and engrossed in my work during that day and then the evenings with the kids. Like it's very difficult to have free time. But when I do at the end of the night, I'd like to throw my all into something where I could make more money to invest more into my hobby, you know, in, into what I do. You know, I mean you do it. So um yeah so i just got a ordered um today uh a label printer simple i mean dumb that i didn't order one three years ago three four years ago when i first started um this stuff should have done it i don't know why i messed around and why i've been manually doing things um so i just bought a bunch of nice envelopes uh padded envelopes uh, and because i'm i'm low on those and then uh, uh, I actually bought, thank you to Mertz, he recommended a, a nice label printer that was the most, I don't know, price friendly, I guess. I mean, there was a couple listed there that were like 300 bucks. And I was like, okay, I'm not that level yet. But this one was like, I don't know, 100 bucks. And I was like, let's screw it. Let's do it. I should have just done this a long time ago. So that's exciting. The idea of having... Um, Boof, click a button, print it, and just push it off, stick it, get it, get it in the mail. Uh, the, the time investment there is going to much make it much easier, much more efficient for me to be able to to do that stuff. Actually, got things in, incoming, outgoing, that kind of stuff. Um, I'm setting up a PO box again. I had one for a while. Nobody ever mailed me anything. Literally, the second I cancelled my PO box last year, like people started sending me stuff. So. Um, I'm going to set one of those back up again. Pirate ship account, just full, full kablam, full kablooey. So, so we're going to go. Were you, what were you doing? Like, how are you shipping like a slab before? Like, what was your process? <laughs> I was printing on paper and then sticking a bunch of sticky tape on top of it to try and protect it onto a padded envelope or onto an envelope if it was a uh, PWE, whatever the yeah. new name of that is, those ones. So uh, it's just an, just manually time-consuming, ridiculous, wasting money on um, sticky tape that I could have just bought labels, you know, the cheap enough. I just bought like a 1,000 labels for like $34. Like it's, not, it's nothing, literally three yeah. cents a label. That's ridiculous. So, um, yeah, just did that. Uh, obviously, that's a... Absolute game changer, uh, especially doing volume. Got a bunch of cards I need to get submitted for grading. I don't have anything in grading right now, so I need to step that up a little bit. Uh, I probably need to do some purchasing. I haven't bought much lately. My inventory is pretty low. I've got a bunch of stuff there, but like nothing too crazy. There's just some things I've got to go through and check. Um, what about you? Like, where are you at? You are already set up with a label printer and stuff. Like, do you feel like you're more optimized now than before is there anything else you're planning on thinking of changing or doing or anything yeah so it i uh pretty much consigned most of the stuff i was selling for a while like i would do onesie twosie things like usually it was high by high priced by it now is off ebay and uh instagram or wherever i was selling something but yeah so bought the label printer 
January of 2022. And instantly it paid like, cause I was still some things I was still going to the PO for to buy labels there. And the label printer pretty much paid for itself pretty quickly because I'd be able to, I just did everything off pirate ship. They're cheaper and was able to just print the freaking label for that cheaper price. And after I shipped my first, whatever, 150 things, the label printer was paid for because I'd say 50 cents here, 50 cents there, dollar here. And it was just crazy. Yeah. Um, Definitely like the cost savings between doing pirate ship and the PO box is, or post office is going to save you so much money. So highly, if you, that for sure, if you're, if you haven't done that yet, everybody go do it. Pirate ship is absolutely free to make an account. Do it. Get yourself a little scale if you need it. I got a question on that though. Is it what? is it cheaper than the eBay label pricing? Yeah, it's. I believe it's one and the same in theory. Similar. Okay. I don't know if it, people were people were wondering that when you were saying it. You know. Yeah, I think. Uh, I like the flexibility of pirate ship. I don't know. I've never really dug into the eBay stuff um, myself. So I don't know. I just feel like the pirate ship one is just seamless for me. I got it's a, it's really easy. All my stuff, I can get reports out of it because if I sell something through Instagram or through something else, I have everything coming out of pirate ship. So I can just click the report for that month, add it to my spreadsheet for the year. And it's all one mm-hmm. place. If I just start doing it through eBay and then some through Pirate Ship, I got to get re- reports out of two two areas. Might not be a problem for some people, but it's just another headache I don't want to deal with. But um, the label printer is huge. It, like I just did 40 auction items myself through my own eBay. Was able to get everything packaged, literally. This was done last night in like, it was done in like an hour. It was amazing. Wow. Yeah. Packaged everything. So, um, couldn't recommend it enough. The 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 thought of doing forty items in one night for me, like how I've been doing it, would have been incredibly time consuming and daunting. Honestly, I was doing, I was literally listing as little as possible because I knew I didn't have the time to do it sure. and get it to the yeah. like actually the whole process as a whole, which was cost. I was costing myself money because of that like just just do it like if you are actually if you do have stuff to sell i have a lot of stuff that i need to sell like stuff that is just sitting there things i need to take more action on it's time times everyone time is money like it is your biggest obstacle if you have more time you can make more money it's that simple so i'm that's what i'm trying to do i'm trying to make more time it costs me money it's an investment but like you say at some point that's going to be offset. Like it's going to, you know, it's going to be recouped or whatever. Yeah. Just consider like the first, like a hundred shipments, say you do a hundred shipments this year, how long it would take you and how much time you save in that hundred shipments. Like it's paid for. Let me tell you that thing paid for itself in a hundred shipments, how much time you're going to save and heartache and uh, tape. You're going to save tape. You're not going to tape is cheap, but you're not going to have to deal with it. You get scratched on your fingers and deal with the smelly tape fingers and, I don't know. It, it definitely pays for itself, especially if you only got a hundred dollar one. I didn't even know that was an option. That's amazing. So very Yeah, cool. I I used um there was a coupon with it and then I used I had like some Amazon reward thing because I have like Amazon credit card or whatever. Like there was some things it ended up being like one ten, I think. Yeah. And it's it was shout out to Mertz. Again, thank you. Um it was the one that he recommended. So 
yeah, looks pretty solid. The labels for it seem pretty cheap. I thought thirty-four bucks for a thousand was good price. I don't know if they're cheaper elsewhere, but it's that seemed pretty solid, like three cents a ticket. Like I don't know. We're like Yeah. You can't complain it's three cents. You know what I'm saying? Like some cards I've sold have been you know in several hundred dollars. Like three cents is nothing. So uh yeah it's pretty cool so uh, that's that's where i'm at with that cool to touch on it thanks for asking um i think uh maybe we'll touch on this again after using it uh you know after going through and and doing some auctions and just how much more productive i am like what's changed since if there's anything else i'm going to add um there are a couple of things i'm thinking about adding some boxes to like organize and separate things out of to do, to sell, to ship, like to get a bit more uh, efficient in that side of stuff. Because at the moment, I just have yep. stuff everywhere. So that, that would probably help too. Um, yeah, scatterbrain, I guess. Yeah. No, it's, it's time is huge and then you're going to save tons of it and you're going to, you're going to absolutely love it. it. It's almost fun to do labels and package now because it's, it's honestly, it's seamless. It's so cool. Yeah. So making money. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't be a fan of doing a hundred of them in a day, but 40 was about my max. I was like, all right, dude, like this is, it was a lot, but I also sold a lot of things. It was cool. Yeah. I'm, I, I imagine when I think about like doing that, I'm sitting here thinking about like Dan and Rusty and like, you know, the, the people full time that they're always listening while they're, they say they're listening while they're listening. Right. That's yeah. like the, the phrase I can't help but like imagine actually being able to do things whilst I'm shipping stuff like that. That's yeah. like I could literally just be clicking buttons and listening to things and like doing other stuff while I'm just sticking things on. Like it's because it's mind numbing, really. Like it's not like deep thought process to do it. Whereas when you're having yep. to pull tape and you have to make sure you got you're cutting it out straight and it's fit and all, all the rest of it, like you can't do all the stuff as as easily. So. Uh, all the paper yeah. you're wasting too. Yeah, and like the, it's like expensive. This ink stuff's expensive. This got one of yeah. those long ink roller. Printer? Oh god, things. yeah, yeah, crazy. Yep. So that that'll pay for the rollo or whatever printer you got. Also, it's just saving on the ink. It's crazy. I was yeah. uh, I want to go back real quick to a comment you made about your book that uh, that Hobbit book. If mm. you like the way my brain works, I I had a similar type relationship with the book holes um i don't know if you yeah i love that book and movie that was like one of my favorite things that when they made the movie of it i was like oh my god they made a movie of the book i had i had like probably the, like the first print of it my sister bought it for me i was pretty young i mean we're talking like 20 years ago yeah. or something now right that's like quite a while yep. ago i had that and, I, and the movie was nothing like i pictured it in my head I don't know yeah. if you had the same experience. Like it was not like like very different visually. The things happening, I recognized everything happening, but like nothing looked like how I had like tried to envision stuff or like. Uh, yeah, yep. I don't know, but yeah, again, same same thing. Yeah, I definitely had a connection with that. That's funny that you say that. I was curious though, like, have you ever thought to go buy like a first print Hobbit book in pristine condition? Cause that's gotta be kind of expensive. I would think, but is it something you've ever looked into or wanted to? No, but that, that does sound like, 
probably a crazy amount of money. Um, that would be pretty special. I think I still have my old Hobbit book from, it's probably like the eighth print or something, but it's like from a long time ago. It's pretty old. Yeah. Have to, I could probably dig it out from somewhere. Have yeah, you? Those are the type. Oh, not for the Hobbit, but that's what I did for holes. Like, I was like, man, yeah. I loved holes. So I just, I go down these rabbit holes and I'm like, man, I love this. So let me go see if I can collect it in some aspect. And it's not great, but it's real. Holes is cheap. Holes is like really like first print holes is like, ain't nobody looking for that. So no, it's, it was, it's pretty cool. I actually haven't even bought it yet. I saw it was probably like 20 bucks. I'm like, I'll come back. Um, But yeah, it's something I definitely, especially now with like all the music stuff, music rating going on. We talked about Mm -hmm. it last week. Like I've been looking hard at which CDs and stuff or, or cassettes that I want to get graded. Cause it's going to happen here soon. Um, just too much nostalgia and all that stuff. The music, the albums, the the books and stuff like that. It's going to be. Do you have any, any income believe... in? Any what? Do you, do you have any income in? Did you click the button and did you, did you fire or anything? No buy it. No buy it now as yet. I've been buying no. collections the last week and a half, not CDs. Been, I'm following a whole bunch, watching on on eBay, but I haven't bought yet. Hmm. Yeah, no, it's, intrig- it's going to happen though. I'm intrigued to see that when when those things do happen. I think that's uh, that's exciting. The thought of it, just like say even like holes, just sharing those experiences, those connections. Like I love I love seeing that kind of stuff. I think it's really cool. There's a bunch of random stuff over here. You know, we've just got silly little connections too you know not really worth much but it's all it's all fun things that you, that you connect with I, I'm, so you got I'm, a uh, collecticon vendor badge there eh? this guy damn Bro, that, that was emotional yeah um <laughs> for those that that don't know um i very briefly mentioned in passing my desire at Collecticon to get a vendor badge because I was the only vendor not wearing a vendor badge. Don't tell Collecticon. And um, Josh uh, basically was like, he said something like, yeah, we could probably get you on, like figure it out. It's, you know, you have it's to buy bucks. it or whatever. It would have been yeah, like 20 bucks like, or something. Yeah, you had to buy it or something. And then that was it. Like, you know, I, I said like, you know, I talked on my part of like why I wanted it. I thought it would be really cool to like have that experience of my first time vending because it was technically my first time vending at Clickthon. And that I like holding on to those kind of things that I have those connection moments with, you know, stuff that brings me back to that. Um, and then that was it. I couldn't think about it again after that. And you obviously did because you somehow managed to get a hold of one and get it to me. Um, in an envelope that I thought was some weird dodgy pack or something. I was trying to figure out what it was inside, <laughs> poking around at it. It had, to be, it had to feel so light. It was probably like so, 1.05 ounces. Yeah, it felt like something was like, it was like two things. Well, I guess it technically is, like there was two things in there. But I was like, I, I literally couldn't figure out what it was. And I opened it up and I, I was like, I don't even know what to say. I was like, this guy, <laughs> too kind, man. Too kind, yeah. He uh, he he tracked one down and sent it to me with uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, thank you. You gotta remember it, you gotta remember it somehow. 
I still got my first uh, vending one up. It's on this side. I'll have to throw it on this side so you can see it next time. But yeah, hanging, yeah, I put hanging it, down just like yours. Put it front and center, straight up. <laughs> When's your next collecticon? Curious. You know, I, honestly, I haven't even looked at them or the dates. Um, things are a little crazy with work. We've got people coming back from um, maternity leave. I've been covering, covering. Those that don't know, like I'm in management, I've been managing like someone else's department while they're on maternity. And then got some promotions, like some things moving around. I've just everything's been crazy. So work's, work's been difficult um, um, to like navigate um the thought of doing things outside of work and then outside of work i have a very young almost three month old now baby and a, and a four-year-old almost five so yeah things are just nuts i got family coming in in a couple of weeks just surprise me they're coming from england so that's going to be interesting um i got <laughs> uh yeah some just lots of things going on at the moment lots of things happening you know birthdays and all, all sorts of stuff so um I, I honestly it hasn't even crossed my mind I, I don't even know but are you are you planning on going to all of them any specific one any that you're avoiding what's what's your plan yeah so i'm going to dallas in two months um that's the next one on the docket for collecticon i'm not missing another one so that's technically the next one uh yeah. after that i think it's kansas city not going to that one I think I'm going to go to Long Beach as the plan. And I believe my wife's going to come. I'm going to try and get make swing that, make sure that happens. That'll be cool. Kind of do uh, wow. his and hers. That'll be her first time going to Collecticon in the three years I've been going. So that'd be cool. <laughs> um, that's cool. And that's in August, August 26th, 27th. And might do one more after that. We'll see. What's the what's the draw? What's the hook that you're using to get her? Is it Long Beach or is it something within Collecticon? To get her to go? Get away from the kids for three days. <laughs> oh, no kids. Okay. That's uh Yeah, we're not taking the kids. Yeah, no, we would yeah, they would be at grandma and grandpa's. Yeah, no, she would go she'd go down the street for just a few days to get away from the kids, as I would too. It's just uh you need you need some peace of mind sometimes. Sounds well, no, that's cool. that's yeah, no, exactly. So, so uh, it sounds like you're literally on the way to you know, like the hobbits, like that's going to be a magical experience for you both. Like, oof, that's gonna be cool, yeah. So, I mean, not, even, though, not, even though you're going to be vending all day, I mean, you still, you know, maybe be a, a good experience. Dallas, yeah. I'm not vending, Long Beach, I might be. I don't know what I want to do yet. Those tables haven't been put up for aug or sale yet, but I don't know. I'm not sure how I want to do it. I was thinking about it, but depends what, what I have for inventory big time. Like right now I I would not because I have a bunch of niche products. So you know you know what I um forgot to ask Dan. I was gonna ask him um at, at Clicon in Orlando. Um, is he's doing consignments for buy it now on eBay, right? For cards averaging over a hundred, whatever. I forget the exact criteria that he talked about. It's yeah. been a while since he really touched on the criteria, but um, I couldn't help but feel like that could have been an opportunity for like a local one day only um, 
like a table separate from his stuff. So his stuff isn't as like mixed in and maybe affected by the spending or whatever, but like have a table specifically that someone would run doing consignment stuff, purely consignment stuff for people that they could drop off that morning or mail to him the day before, whatever. Like that's that feels like if there's enough market to do it on eBay and things shift really quickly and easily sometimes, like depending on what it is, like a Clecticon, maybe there's opportunity there. I feel like that could be yeah. fun fun to try. I don't know. Yeah, I know uh, old school Pokemon has taken consignments to Clecticons. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure. I know Dan had some, I think, in Denver. I don't know about in the last one, but for I me, I wouldn't him. do it. Just yeah. a little bit more liability in transferring their slabs like if i get them at my house i'll just i'm just gonna probably leave them. like i'm gonna leave them there till i get a pro get it sold but mm. and i don't know i feel like a lot especially a hundred dollar plus consignments like like you saw it like you said expensive slabs or bags right so um i feel like it might not be the play for most collecticons a lot of cheaper stuff seems to sell better unless it is like one of those liquid items it's a a brand new alt art or it's a Charizard or it's a, I don't know. It's gotta be something extremely liquid to want to bring it to collect for in my eyes. So, or just priced really low, decent price. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, I'm looking forward to a couple more, at least a couple more Dallas and then possibly long beach. So. And it, will there be a Denver in full again? Is that one plan? There is, it's in October. Not it's planned in Collecticon's website, but not in my head. So you got after Long Beach in August, you got Charlotte, Denver, Houston, September, October, November. So the last four months, besides December, you got August, you got September, you got October and November. Mm. Actually, I'm so, actually there's one in July too. So every month, starting in July, there's one every month which is, I don't know why it's so stacked at the end of the month and not in the beginning of the year or end of the year, but it's They crazy. must know something we don't know because that seems heavy. Maybe they're just shifting towards every single month. Like there's going to be yeah. a, a monthly thing. I mean, I don't know what the staff do in between Collecticons. The people that are setting that stuff up and staging it and like orchestrating everything, there's got to be staff involved that are employed by Collecticon. Yeah. What are, what are they doing today? I don't. I don't know. So keeping yeah. it uh, monthly would help. Probably help them with like scheduling and consistency with like expectations of like staffing and organization and everything. Yeah. Yep. No. Manage, be, uh... manage your heart there, I guess. Yep. Yeah, looking forward to it, though. You'll have to convince your wife to leave the babies behind, which probably won't happen at whatever <laughs> that'll be, six months old. So probably wouldn't happen. I know my wife wouldn't want to do it at six months old yet. Oof, I don't know. Leave it. Yeah, multiple nights with, with grandparents or whatever. It'd be that's stretching it. Usually for us, it was about the one-year mark. We were more comfortable with multiple nights or something. Yeah, having two changes things a lot, a lot more. I was naive thinking it. I knew what I was doing, but uh, yeah, things change, change a lot when you add a second one in the mix. So that's yeah. another part of it too, for sure. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit more of a burden asking people to watch. But I know 
usually like I don't know if you got grand obviously your parents are overseas. Um mm -hmm. so it makes it a little tough there, but I'm not sure if hers are local or where they are, but that they love seeing grandbabies, right? Yeah, nothing like family. <laughs> so you mentioned you mentioned uh you've been buying some collections. Where you been buying collections from? So uh somebody had asked me recently in my my Discord I have, which I never talk about. And uh in my Discord, somebody was like, Hey dude, where do you where do you source collections? And uh I had actually not purchased a collection really in the last little over a year. Pretty much had turned off like yeah. any flipper aspect of myself. Um, but before that, uh before like this last week and a half, I had purchased everything through Facebook Marketplace or a Facebook group solely never never a single one off ebay buy -E, any of these other sites whatever they call uh, mercari and buy it now or what i don't even know but literally just facebook i've never saw the need or want to search collections on ebay it just seems so saturated in people searching those and buying those and the people that are listing them seem to always be like insane prices mm -hmm. uh so I, this past week and a half, I was like, Hey, I'll, let's get back into it. Cause I'm, I'm feeling kind of flippery. You know what I mean? I'm feeling <laughs> like, I feel like buying a collection. It's been a long time. Like I said, so I actually just closed on a $6,000 collection today and a, probably about another $1,200 collection a couple days ago. So wow. those are all mail <laughs> and, uh, it's a combination of Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh cards. The $6,000 one is actually all Yu-Gi-Oh cards, but the $1,200 one is, is got a pretty awesome Pokemon item and stuff in it. So really looking forward to getting it and, uh, just turning, turning some wheels. Like, like I said, I, I've been primary, I've been focused on YouTube and stuff like that. And not so much like buying and selling stuff. I've been a lot more collecting in YouTube, but, Really look forward to getting into it now. I haven't even talked about it much on my channel, which I plan on doing. But uh, yeah, so it's it's been an awesome week and a half. But yeah, I sourced those on eBay. And that was the first time I've ever looked for them. And literally within 12 hours, I had like two collections locked down that seemed wow. freaking awesome. So yeah, that, I don't get screwed. There's so many like different areas of excitement for that, right? It's like, First of all, like, what else am I going to see that, like, I haven't seen in the pictures? Yeah. There's that, that, like, mystery kind of feeling in there. And then yep. is there going to be stuff that I can grade and, like, potentially, like, make money from? Is there stuff that I want? Like, there's so many, like, questions and things running through your brain with that. That's I, I'm, like, excited for you. I can feel myself yeah. like that, that. That's, like, an exciting thought of you getting that hopefully you're going to make videos on it and you're going to, you're going to kind of document some of it. I think, I think that'd be very interesting to see that stuff. I haven't bought a big, a big collection yet. That, anything like, yeah. like that kind of scale. So that's like super fascinating to me. I, I love the idea of it. What do, what do you think is like best case scenario with that stuff? Is it, is it everything in there is super minty and you can grade it and sell it? Is it, Everything in there is a mixture of that plus things you want, some raw stuff you could sell. Like, what's like, I guess, the optimum goal that you could achieve with it? 
Yeah, so the gold just for the the twelve hundred dollar one is possibly gradable TBD, but I think I could sell them as is for two X almost if I found the right oh, found the right buyers and stuff like that. Um, the person it, like it was just really improperly marked on eBay, um, and just negotiated a deal on their collection essentially, and was able to lock it down. Um, Wow. So there's a chance the stuff comes in way worse condition than what I'm planning. So I could, there's a chance I could break even, but I pretty much set it to the pretty much the possibility. I should be making money on that one. And the $6,000 collection is a little bit more interesting. There's actually a zero feedback seller on eBay that I'm buying it from. So that was, you know what that, that means, was, right? <laughs> <laughs> it means it could be really good or it could be a little, <laughs> little scary. Um, <laughs> so I, uh, I actually just asked my Instagram, I'm going to look at the results kind of while I'm talking about it, but I asked my Instagram, I was like, what's the largest collection you guys have ever purchased off a zero feedback seller? Let's see what the results <sighs> are. So one to one, 100 to $500, 10 votes at 36%. That's the highest. $500 to $1,000, six votes for 21%. Wow. Uh, $1,000 to $5,000 collection got seven votes. This is at 25%. What? And then $5,000 to $10,000 got five votes for 18%. So I'm not the only one that purchases uh, off zero feedback sellers. This is not the first time I've done it. And you really wow. got to feel it out. Um, there's a lot of things that go into it. I expected that. I don't like I am mind blown that that many people percentage wise are doing that. Yeah. I got a few messages from people like they're like, Oh, this is a great, great, cool poll. Let me know the results. They want to see them. And a lot of people are like, man, you never guess like my best purchases come from those people. Cause a lot of them they're, they're new to eBay. Like, right. They're, they're, they're brand new to just it. They it come in, their friend tells them, dude, just sell it on eBay. And that's what they're here to do. And a lot of people do it. And that's pretty much what I'm hoping this was. The dude didn't have an Instagram before today. Now he does. Now he's got a PayPal. He didn't have a PayPal before today. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, so you spoke uh, with him? Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, that changed things a little bit. Not, No, not on the phone. Just I've never talked to him on the phone. Just through Will Messenger. Message? On, and the issue was with, with eBay eBay limits you like the having a new account, the dude couldn't sell it for six grand. His high mm -hmm. maximum was $3,500. So we had to transition off of eBay to do the sale. So then he had to make an Instagram so I could message him. And uh, it was, it was an interesting uh, development, but looking forward to talking about it a little bit more in depth on my channel, but it was uh, looking forward to it this week. Yeah. I want the but full like story on that. The full scoop. That sounds like an actual story. That's like something yeah. like I, I want to hear about for sure. Like I, like you said though, like the going through these insane collections, like the the mystery things you find just in the bulk, or multiple hollows just tucked behind another one, like they forgot they were there, and you're going through it. Ooh, a dark Charizard. Oh, another dark Charizard, just like <laughs> tucked behind it because that's how they collected um, stuff like that. You don't account for it when you're you're breaking down the, the collection cost and you just stumble across these gems is really cool. And you or you're going through it. You're like, wow, this thing's mint. Wow. This thing's like just 
that's the funnest stuff. You don't want it to go the other way. It can, but I plan on doing and opening that collection basically in recording because obviously reasons I would like some proof for PayPal and stuff like that, but also just for just to show it and see how I get wrecked from a zero feedback seller. So it'll be cool. Yeah. I mean, either way, you're going to have a story to tell. Lesson yeah, learned, I guess. Buyer protection too. I mean, I don't know. Do you have that on Instagram? Is there anything like you can? Yeah, it's through PayPal. Based, yeah, so we did PayPal okay. goods and services. So it's all there. Yep. Yeah. I mean, this isn't what it should be. You know, there's, there's some level of comfort there, I guess. But yeah. Oh my god! I Open wanna, pray, baby. Open wanna, pray. Yeah, I want to see it. That's uh, uh, very exciting. For, you should make it a long yeah. one and like really actually like show it. That's what you should do. No, I probably yeah, I probably won't. I wouldn't break that up into multiples. It'll be probably a forty minute video of me going through it. A lot of people won't know what it is because it's Yu Gi Oh. But just to put it in perspective for you guys, it's basically like a base set through legendary collection set or or aquapolis set in pokemon but in Yu-Gi-Oh, where half of the stuff is first edition half of it's the original limited half of the sets have both first edition unlimited like it's that type of set um oh and a lot of it seems minty i looked at condition of two cards of probably 1000 i was like hey i gave them two card names i was like Send me the conditions of these two cards just to validate kind of the condition I'm dealing with here. And those things came across looking beautiful. So we'll see what happens. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's It's been a while. So I would imagine that bodes pretty well for for the rest of them. Like if, if uh, it's the kind of person that was, sleeve to binder i mean you know straight in there as long as you get some center in maybe he was a collector they, for sure yeah maybe you just treated them all that way but obviously wasn't playing with them i think you probably could have told could have been able to tell in, in some of the pictures just with the binder if some of them were played with so yeah yeah that sounds no, that sounds sweet do you have anything else, anything else you want to touch on no, so when are you buying your first collections, man? You said you haven't mm, bought any? I've bought, no, I haven't bought one that level. Like, I've bought some cheaper binders, some, like, you know, barely triple-digit type stuff. But, yeah, nothing like that. Um, I have someone – I've talked about it a couple of times. I keep forgetting to call the guy. There's a guy in town that's one of my friends, and he has um, what seems like a pretty spicy first edition base binder that I need to go visit. Um yeah, I, I don't know, like, if he knows what he has, because uh, I don't know what he has. <laughs> so I need to, I need to go see it. But uh, that's that's uh, what I believe he has. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and call him tomorrow. I've got it. I've got a notepad here. It's on my list. I just keep getting wrapped up with a million things. So I need to call him and go visit him. Maybe I'll go see him this weekend. Maybe I'll record it. Actually, if you'll let me record it, maybe on my phone with a camera or something like that. Then I'd be cool to go see it. Excuse me. Yeah. Maybe I could even bring it back here and record it properly and actually go through and price some of it out and see see what he's got. I think he trusts me enough to do that. Um, so, yeah, potential there for a, a 
pretty big one. I want to be pretty fair with him on what he has, what it's worth, and what I'd be willing to pay. But again, still, I want to make some money, so I got to be realistic on that side of stuff too. I'm going to give him what it's worth, of course. So, uh, yeah, more news to come on that when I when I know it. I just got to make that call, I guess. But I haven't been scouting. I haven't been checking Facebook and eBay and stuff. I've, I know. Yeah. And, yeah, struggling. Struggling to like get that stuff, but that's uh, that's the stuff I probably should be doing more of. I enjoyed. I tell you what, I really enjoyed. Uh, I enjoyed PWCC trying to find some cheaper stuff um, that has the potential to like sell for higher, you know, on eBay or stuff like that. Like there are some players yeah. with that kind of stuff. It just takes a bit of time, like you know, to go through and plan and track, and then now it's a little easier for people to jump in at the last minute you know it's not fixed price so the, the price could change you know and then you're waiting all the way till sunday night to know which ones you're going to buy it on and 90 percent of them i end up not buying on them so um i don't know how fruitful the time investment i've put into that stuff has been but the ones that i have invested in i've done very well with so um there's that too yeah hell yeah man that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I look forward to hopefully you can check that out. I'd definitely love to see it with that. I love looking at first edition base set binders, man. Those are yeah, those are some I, bangers. Very few first edition cards I've got and had. Um very few. A lot of unlimited base, uh rocket, um fossil jungle, that kind of stuff. A few first ones, but like nothing crazy. No, I don't have a first like Charizard or anything like that. So yeah. The, the thought of that sounds pretty damn exciting. <laughs> I got to be honest, I'm, uh, I'm I'm pretty excited to to see what's going on there. So yeah, I just need to step up and get it done. Um, cool. Well, thanks everyone. I think uh, I think we can wrap up. Um, Josh, thanks for another fun chat. We uh, a lot of cool stuff to go over. I'm very excited for next week's conversation. And for our conversation with Puggy Flips, that's going to be a fun live one. A lot of, uh, of spicy takes, I'm sure, are going to be in there. And um, thanks, everyone, for listening. Appreciate you guys always continuing to support us and hitting that like button and subscribing. We see you guys. We see uh, how you're interacting with us. Throw your spicy comment down. Please don't forget before you end the video and leave. Get it in there. You have the slab and potentially a couple of other little things mixed in there, giveaway for next week. And um, you want to do the giveaway? Run it. Let's run it. All right, guys. See ya. <laughs> Peace.